And then I guess beyond that, it can be whatever we want to talk about. All right, we're going to talk about potatoes. All <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, potatoes. <laughs> I need there's something up with those things. <laughs> Idaho's, russets. Why are they the only fruit with eyes besides peas? <laughs> why are black-eyed peas have? Why do they have black eyes? Who's beating them? What damn the farmers! <laughs> this is this is. We're already on tangents. We'll Haven't even introduced. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do potatoes shit. have eyes? Is that like? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like with like the little roots. You know, how if like if you left the potato out for like a couple of days, it starts growing like little spuds on them. Uh-huh. They, they come from the eyes of the potatoes. So they're just covered in eyes, like a thousand eyes per potato? Something like that. You know, they they look like little, I don't know, they just call them eyes. I, I didn't come up with the name for it, so. Hmm. Okay. It's probably just a government conspiracy. All right, we ready for real, real now? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, and thank you for joining us. This is the Paranormal Minds of JST. My name is Shane. I am joined by Joshua. Hello, hello. And Thomas. Hello. And tonight we will be talking about the Bennington Triangle. So uh, Bennington Triangle, pretty interesting. I do, do want to say it's the name was coined by a guy named Joseph Citro. And he first used that, I don't know, about maybe 30 years ago, something like that. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. Uh, so, Bennington Triangle. So, I'm going to start on, like, an overall view of this place. So, this place has curses, ghost towns, aliens, interdimensional portals, monsters, and a slew of missing people. Sounds fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Sounds right up our alley. Let's go visit that. <laughs> It's funny you say visit it. So everybody has avoided this place since since anyone knew it existed, right? This is an area around the Glastonbury Mountain uh, in southwest Vermont. That is in the, the United States, for anyone who doesn't know. So way back when the Native Americans were, were around in the area, they even avoided it. They told everybody that the entire area was cursed. Uh, it was full of angry spirits that were unresting, and it was something about the four winds meeting there. And I, I don't really know what that means. Uh, any ideas there? What does that mean? The four winds meet there. I have no idea. Okay, maybe we'll dive into that a little later. Um, <clears throat> so they would only go there to bury their dead. Like, okay, look, you know, we can't use this land anywhere. We'll we'll bring our dead in there, bury them, and get the hell out. Like, we don't want to be here. So angry spirits, uh, cursed area. Uh, they also told stories of pretty much a man-eating stone. So there was a stone in these woods that if you stood on it, it would swallow you up. So the stories then were man-eating stone that has developed and been changed through the years to pretty much an interdimensional portal. So it's not really a stone that's eating you. It's if you stand there, you go somewhere else and don't come back. Nice. Yeah, fun. <laughs> so It's a good way to escape your children. Oh, Lord, we're at this again. I'm just saying. 
So people being people and not listening ever, you know, once the uh, settlers came through, they're like, hey, this cursed area sounds like a good place to put up a town. So that's when they uh, put up Glastonbury. Um, it was founded in the 1700s and it was a logging town. Um, so already it was a bad area. Not only it's cursed, but it was really, really rough terrain. Um, it was just a battle to, to live there. But these people are like, no, we're, we're going to live here. And so it was nothing but struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle until finally a flood came and just ruined the town. Uh, it took out the railway, which was the only way to get there because the terrain was so bad there weren't, weren't roads, really. So it, it took everybody out. I think the population after that was like three people that stayed behind. While all this was going on there, the report started on the Bennington Monster. So it's a Bigfoot-like creature. Um, it sounds like he predates uh, our Bigfoot, our Sasquatch that we know, but is very, very similar. Uh, all the descriptions, everything sounds just like our modern-day Sasquatch. Uh, the most known story is one time he charged a carriage, like a horse-drawn carriage, and just flipped it over. Like, flipped it over off of the, the road and ran off. Not sure what he was trying to do, but he definitely freaked people out. Those <laughs> adolescent Bigfoots, man. <laughs> so other reports from back in this time was uh, there was always strange lights reported. Everyone saw all these strange lights floating through the sky. And this, this is back to Native Americans. This is back to settler days. So it was just always there. Now, there was uh, a large battle there. Now, when we get to the Revolutionary, Revolutionary War, which, Tommy, Mr. History, what, what year was that? We'll just go with 1776, because that was about the time the Declaration of Independence was signed. So. Okay, there you go. See, I knew that. I wanted to test you, see if you actually did. <laughs> <laughs> Fact-checking. I'm fact-checking again. I'm tired of this. Is this going to be a constant thing? I'm like... It is. It I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry every time. <laughs> but there was a, a very large battle there. Uh, obviously, it was called the Battle of Bennington, a revolutionary war. So not only you got your lights, your monsters, your interdimensional portals, your curses, you know, the abandoned town at this point. Now you're adding in, you know, a battlefield with, you know, soldiers dying everywhere. and well, Fun stuff, fun stuff. So... Since the start of this country, since before the start of, you know, the modern day United States, uh, there's been stuff going on here. Now, what really put uh, the area on the map uh, was around 1945. So there's always been stories before all these people went missing or hiking. They, they just disappeared. Well, in the span of uh, five years from 1945 to 1950, Five people all went missing in the area, and that was the the closest it had been together with disappearances. You know, I think there's been 60 total, but that spread all the way back to, you know, 1760 or whenever the, the area started being documented. So these five people in the span of five years, the only thing they had in common is they were wearing red. So they just disappeared without a trace. I think they only found one of these people. Uh, dead in a field a while after she had went missing and they didn't understand because they had already searched the field numerous times. This sounds like uh, missing 411 almost. 
right? So what what's doing it? Like it's there's so many different reports and then so many different weird things that happen there. Like after the whole, the town closed down and no one's really living around here, uh, people would go hiking because you know it's a mountain. Hey, let's go hiking around there. And then there there was a dude, a crazy uh, gun welding nudist, we'll call him. Uh, he he lived in a cave, and the people knew the cave he lived in, and he would just run out with his uh with his gun, be like, oh, "Look at me, I'm naked," and run back to his cave. <laughs> <laughs> that sound reminds me so much of that episode of Scooby Doo where that one ghost was like, <laughs> like the big ghost that was I think it was an amusement park or something. I don't know. It was the perfect sound. Sorry, I just had to say that it was perfect. <laughs> All right. Now, next time I see the ghost, I'm going to imagine him, you know, dancing around naked <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> oh, Lord. And also, there, you know, a reported uh, uh, the coal miner. There was some coal mining going on after all this. And one uh, a coal miner just went nuts one day and said he kept hearing voices and stuff. So he grabbed a rock and he beat the dude next to him to death with a rock. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, and just. It would take us hours to talk about all the little stories. I just wanted to hit the big things and just wonder. I'm, I'm just wondering what you guys think because it's it's all over the place. I mean, you got these alien lights. You got this Bigfoot like monster. You have people that just go nuts when they're there. Uh, everyone going missing. Uh, there was one report they found a jawbone there not long ago, uh, maybe the 90s, early 2000s of somebody who went missing in New York and they just found a jawbone there that matched this person's DNA. And they're like, okay, how'd this get here? So it's just, just wild. So just, what do you guys think about it all? <laughs> well, I'm going to say, I'm going to, well, just to, just to touch on the coal miner that beat the guy next to him. You said it was in the mountains, right? Mm-hmm. What if there's a possibility of resonance, like, different frequencies and sound waves they say can alter the way you think or the way you feel who's to say it can't you know put voices in someone's head it could just be that perfect frequency you know and they think it's voices where you may not hear it they do and it's all because of the shifting plates under the under the earth kind of like how you can take those hearing tests uh online and you can tell what type of decibel range you can hear at yeah. Some people can hear like, uh, I guess you like a higher pitch than yeah. someone else. Well, uh, you know, uh, like going back to how you were saying, like uh, one of the people that went missing and they found that person um, in a cornfield that they had already searched. That goes in line with missing 411 cases, right? So where somebody would go missing and it's just mostly they've been documented in national parks, but it's, it's covered in several different areas also, but people would go missing and the search crew um, will search the areas. And then a couple days later or a week later, or just right after they searched an area, they would go back and that's when they would find like either clothing or the body or even them alive, stuff like that. And they're like, "How we we just searched here? I don't. What if what if it's just aliens? What if it's aliens? Mermaid. 
<laughs> no. Very well could be. Everybody has seen these lights forever and these, uh, you know, angry spirit stories and all this and the monsters, but then the interdimensional portal that's there. So maybe that is a way for aliens to get here quicker. Maybe they have that technology and they deployed their guard things. <laughs> their guard, uh, what we would call spirits and monsters. Maybe there's a, you know, technical scientific explanation wherever they're from. They're like, hey, release these things here. These ape-like human things don't like these things, so they'll stay away from our portal. You know, there is a form of entity that is it's a anthropomorphic being from Jewish folklore called a golem and it's made out of lifeless substance such as dust or earth it can essentially become like a, a being so and they're known to be huge I I don't know if they've eaten anybody so you say that we're, so I'm familiar with golems as I've seen them in Dungeons and Dragon esque type stuff, or I think they're even in Minecraft. Uh, I think there's a Pokemon named Golem too, and he's a rock monster. So, so we we do see that a lot. So what you're saying is maybe yeah, it's more. It's not going anywhere. It's just an actual thing eating people. They're not transporting. Yeah, I mean that's just one theory. You know, um, could be interdimensional crack in the boulder. You just slip through. Bending space time right there at that one rock. Uh, why not? I mean, I don't know the science and physics behind it, but sure. <laughs> Disclaimer I am not a scientist, nor do I claim to be. I wonder if anyone's ever tried to go and find this, this portal, searching for it just specifically. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe they have and they, we haven't seen them. Because they got eaten by a golem or sent to New York on a portal. Well, you know, you guys know I'm really into the interdimensional stuff. Like, that just really, really interests me. So that that's what's pulling me here. Like, with the people that are have disappeared, no trace, and the things that have come through that are unexplained, and even the people that have been around and are, are crazy. Like, maybe they went somewhere and came back, and their mind just isn't with them anymore. That's a huge possibility. I mean, if it takes you somewhere that kind of like a culture shock, you know, like you move from, you know, here to China or even like Britain or somewhere else, it's completely, whoa, you know, something on a crazier scale than that, you know, that might screw your mind completely up. Of course, I'm not finding anything. I'm like, let me find a map. <laughs> and let's just let's just go and put Tommy on the rock and see what happens. Why why am I always the one on the sacrificial rock? We've we've been through this, Tommy. <laughs> I know. I just I just <laughs> look. It has to be in every episode, so that way when they're talking about sacrificing me, that way people know. Okay. No, no. What the spirit box says goes. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, it it didn't it didn't specify what to sacrifice. It just said sacrifice. Okay. <laughs> we don't just automatically jump to Tommy. Alright. Tell you what, we'll, we'll we'll be scientific with with it. We'll duct tape a camera onto a remote control car and put it through the rock first. Is that better? Okay, that makes me feel a little better. 
and then we'll tie a rope to you <laughs> and throw you down there. We'll have we'll pull you back, uh, maybe. <laughs> what about the uh, you said people the people that went missing? Uh, not chances. Well, I guess to kind of get back mm-hmm. on topic. Um, but you you said that they they had red shirts on. Yeah, some some article of red clothing, be it a, a scarf or a shirt or jacket, you know, each one was different, but each one had red and that was the only thing in common they had. Okay. So what about this? So you say that the man eating rock is the thing. I don't know if these are in the same area. I haven't looked at the map, but what about maybe it is bending, not so much space time, but bending light and light refraction. You know, you can see light, you can only see a certain spectrum of color, but what if it, just one of those things where it bends a certain way and they're able to slip through, let's say, this universe into the next one and just through their clothing alone by the light refraction of the different colors or or whatever. You know, and that kind of makes sense. One one person I didn't bring up, he, quote, accidentally shot himself in his truck while he was there and uh, he was in a red truck. So I wonder... So it wasn't clothing, so he didn't go missing, but something like manipulated and he he either maybe he did shoot himself to get away from whatever was going on. Maybe. Huh. Yeah. So that's interesting. So it's like an interdimensional bull. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of an interdimensional bull. I was just gonna say. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. It's kinda like the pyramid from um uh, the uh Dark Side of the Moon album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what if that what if that actual bend creates an opening in the yeah. in the rock, and you're able to slip in? I guess theoretically that's possible. Would explain some of the lights, possibly. What if aliens created the interdimensional thing? I, I guess like a way of a portal. If that makes sense, kind of like you know, one theory of traveling through space is if you can't, you know, they say. Um, Reaching the speed of light is impossible. Like, there's no way you could really do it and survive, right? Yeah. So, one theory is wormholes, right? So, go through one end and you come out the other side. Yeah. What if it's something like that created, you know? Hmm? And, like, it's... You fall into it and you just wind up on like the alien home planet. That's what I was saying earlier with them putting out their little guard monsters and spirits. You know, maybe, maybe they did just create it. And that, that makes sense to me because space travel, like you said, light, light speed isn't really achievable. And even these highly advanced civilizations, do we really think that they have light speed travel? Like that just seems far fetched, right? Or am I am I ignorant on that? Is that more believable than we think, or I think? No, I, I don't believe that light speed travel can exist. Because uh, I, I mean, I think the G forces alone to shoot yourself to light speed would rip anything you had apart. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're talking about photons traveling that fast, and you can't you can't see photons with your naked eye so you're not going to be able to launch a spaceship with a person inside of it at the speed of light and it not just you know come all to pieces i mean we can't even go to the bottom of our own ocean the immense pressure crushes it so it's the same idea g-force wise you know for sure so yeah if 
it, it just makes sense for these uh, smarter beings out there to use their time to make something like a portal. I know tearing tearing the fabric of the universe sounds even more impossible than light speed, but at the same time, to me, that feels more plausible. Yeah. Than like breaking all the laws you were just describing there, Josh. Like I don't I don't understand how they can do that, but I mean you get some interdimensional scissors, you just cut a <laughs> cut a hole and hop hop over yeah. somewhere. It's like the movie uh, Event Horizon. You know, they say you just bend uh, space time. You don't need to they create a an artificial black hole. I don't really know if it'd be artificial, it's an actual black hole, but you know. Right. And black holes, man, nothing escapes a black hole. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And surely it goes somewhere. Uh, I love that movie. You just bring that up. I, I know. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorites, yeah, man. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and thank you for showing it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so yeah, I think I think I like that. So these, these guys are cruising around. And there's probably, like, expedition crews that know, like, hey, we're going to be out for you know, a hundred years, hundreds of years, whatever their lifespan is. Or maybe they, they keep breeding on, you know, a spacecraft and it's just their job to go and create portals on different planets. Um, oh, man, I'm saying this out loud. Stargate, isn't that what went down in that old show, Stargate? They would go around and they, they built the Stargates, which are portals to the different worlds to save that time. Yeah, you know, it's like a big dial it would lock in the code and whatever was on the other side you know created a wormhole uh so in in doing that so let's say this was created by aliens and it's a there's a bunch of these all over the place that could explain why we get things like let's say this bennington monster he came from a different world where he was not extraordinary like he was just a normal inhabitant of that planet went through his own man-eating rock (laughs) And popped out on Earth, and he's like, what the heck? You know, there's a theory that Bigfoot is an alien. He's seen around places that do see a lot of, like, UFO activities and stuff. That makes more sense. Like, what if Bigfoot is, like Shane said, from another planet and just happened to get sucked into his own rock? Or, man, even, man, this is this might be a stretch, so bear with me. You know how uh, back in the 50s, wherever the space race was, we would put dogs and monkeys out into space, right? Yeah. Now, we know primates, primates, uh, you know, the monkeys, the chimps, the gorillas and everything. We, even in our lifetime, have seen the, this progression of them learning sign language and things like that. Like, they're getting more intelligent. They're, they're evolving, right? So what if Bigfoot, the Bennington monster... These other, because they're, they're, the Sasquatches essentially are sighted everywhere. What if they're the alien's equivalent of a test chimp? So it's just uh, more evolved. Obviously, they're more evolved beings. So the other creatures on their planet would probably be more evolved, just not to their point. So that's where they pluck this Sasquatch, this, this uh, man-ape creature, because it's evolved past these primates. Yeah. What if... What, and this is kind of off topic. We're going back to Tommy's four one one idea. What if this Sasquatch is set here to see its predatory, um, what do you call it? Like it's a f- features, I guess it would be what it was. Like 
it actually hunts those humans that come up missing in the 411 cases. And that's why we can't find them. And then he goes back and he's like, hey, this is this and this. They're kind of dumb. And uh, I'm pretty sure we can take over this planet. No problem. They use them as recons. Recon scouts. Yeah. And that, that makes sense, too. Huh. You know, you've heard about the Dennis Martin case, right? It was up in uh, Smoky Mountains. I can't remember exactly where in the Smoky Mountains. It's in Tennessee, so I want to say probably close to, like, Chattanooga. This little kid, and this happened back in, like, 68. Uh, this little kid, he's playing. His family's there, and he goes missing. Just long story short, he goes missing. Everybody's trying to find him. Well, around the time he goes missing, another family, like, hears the cry of some thing they look up and they see what they describe as a hairy man he was holding what looked like something with a red shirt and then ran off dennis martin was wearing a red shirt and this completely different area different time but still we got the red shirt yeah and still like they they considered it like a i I guess you would say like a mountain man or a hairy you know mountain guy but like what if that is like a Bigfoot type deal. I'm not going to say Bigfoot, but something of that nature. And like you said, Josh, just like taking people. Man, I think we're on to something. This this feels legit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to travel outside of that little 44 square miles. Right? I mean, how far is, would let's just say, I, I got to look that up to see exactly like how far away that would be. What, what do you mean from the... Smoky Mountains to Bennington? Yeah. Uh, that's a good little trick. But I want to see exactly like what part uh Spence Field from Bennington on the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. So pulled it up. I mean, it is, I mean, you're looking at 13, 14 hours by car. But I, the location is interesting, kind of down the coastline. So that's just Invasion 101. I mean, you... The, the Vikings did that. If they came up and down a coastline, they would go in a little ways. So maybe that's still the thing. You know, hey, you're protected by water on one side. Now, yeah, the Smoky Mountains are a good deal in from the coast, but in relative to the entire continent, no, not at all. That is a good strategy. Like you said, go down the coastline, boom, there it is. I mean, it's you have to go a little ways into the coast to Spence Field. but And that would probably make sense. So, you know, I know there's... Uh, Sasquatch sightings everywhere, right? But a good chunk of them are over here, like where we're looking now on the uh, East Coast. But then you have them a bunch over in like Washington, Oregon. Those have really, really high, high levels of sightings there too, which there you go. You're on the other side on the other coast. Yeah. Yep. That makes me curious. What area has the most sightings? <laughs> it's like Washington, California, New York. Okay, Florida. I have never. They have that uh, skunk beast or skunk ape, skunk skunk ape. That's what they had. All right. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the missing four one one thing again. So this is interesting too. In general, this is missing four one one, kind of pinned out on a map, mm. and it coincides a lot with your coastal theory of possibly invading us. Yep. Alien mermaids, guys. Alien mermaids. <laughs> There's Tommy's alien mermaids. They back, guys. They're back. They're leading the charge, okay? <laughs> Man, 
And I love, look at the picture you said, the map you said. Central United States has nothing. So yeah. it, it gets thinner as you get to the center, but right there in the center where, I mean, what what's even in the middle, like Wyoming and stuff like that? Uh, <laughs> am I wrong there? I'm, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> whatever they are, whatever those states in the middle above Texas are. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, man, this is wild, huh? Yeah, I, I I was like, man, because we were talking about it, and I was like, you start talking about the coastal thing, and I'm like, dude, I'm really, I'm pretty sure that a lot of the missing 401 was on the coasts, and yeah, it is. <laughs> I feel like we need to tell somebody, like we just, we just had a breakthrough, like call the call the FBI <laughs> or something. <laughs> they think we're crazy all because of the Bennington Triangle <laughs> <laughs> and red shirts, <laughs> right? <laughs> Somebody's getting fired from the alien planet over that one. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> like, damn it, Bennington monster. <laughs> oh, it coincides with, dude, think about this. Star Trek, who always died? Oh, I didn't watch Star Trek. I'm out. Um, the red shirts. But the red shirts. Who are they going after? So you're telling me the, the writers of Star Trek were privy to this global domination plan and were trying to warn us through the means of cinema? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we turned up. We talked about walking through bent light. What, why is that such a far stretch? <laughs> hey, you're right. You're right. There's a theory that the creator of The Simpsons is a time traveler. So, I mean, well, I mean, he proved that. He wasn't hiding that. <laughs> we're gonna connect everything, but by, by in six months, we're all gonna have those crazy conspiracy walls with the thumbtacks and the yarn connecting everything. <laughs> Smoking like. <laughs> A whole pack of cigarettes, like an hour, just like, I know, I know it's there. I'm telling you, Bigfoot is working for the Grays, and Star Trek writers knew about it. Right. They're in cahoots with the Simpsons creator. They have microwave guns. (laughs) Oh, God. Get the aluminum foil. (laughs) You know, I have been, since our conversation on microwave guns, I have debated buying a microwave and trying to make a gun numerous times <laughs> and i'm like i'm gonna end up microwaving myself and dying if i try it but <laughs> full of radiation <laughs> we're just gonna have an episode of all right guys shane is no longer with us um he microwaved himself into a puddle of ooze we don't know how it happened Are you? Uh, that's what they're that's what they're gonna make it look like now that we're on you know, to solving all of the world's mysteries. It's like, no, we're all going to end up melted. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All it took was just three weird guys from Mississippi to solve these mysteries. Uh, now here's, here's the thing. And here's, here's coming. I'm going to try and bring it back to uh, a little bit of a, I guess, a normalcy. What if, because I'm looking at the dates just on the these uh, five people, uh, Maddie Rivers, Paula Weldon, uh, James, Paul, you know, all those five people between 45 and 50. What if those five are due to an actual serial killer, right? Could be. It was only a five-year stretch. Yeah. Um, and it all looks like, like within the longest period, I would say probably about 10 months between from what I'm seeing so far. A year, actually a year between, because you had Paula uh, 
Weldon and December 1st, 1946, and James Tedford, December 1st, 1949. But, you know, so people, though, so if somebody was out there for five years and they searched the the whole land, that whole area, for that five years for these people, you don't think they would have found a trace of somebody living out there? Maybe that's just where he was dumping them. Well, also that, I mean, you if, if, if they're living out in the woods, like, settler style, like the crazy guy in the cave, you know, maybe they're leaving a trace, but it's not noticeable, if that makes sense. Like, you know how we can go see somebody's living there and they got like tarps and camping, some half camping equipment, stuff like that, you know, kind of just thrown together type deal, you know, but if they're living like bushcraft, you know, maybe you wouldn't notice because it blend in a little better. And I guess in the, you know, 45 to 50, they didn't have the heat seeking cameras or any of that that type stuff or they did and they just didn't want to tell us about it (laughs) and uh, i don't know i when people you know we've talked before people are evil they're gonna do crazy stuff but i i almost feel like they when you have serial killers they they want some sort of signature they want you to know and you know they never found any trace of any of these people except for one and like what are what are they getting from that like they are non-existent I guess then there's different levels of crazy. Well, uh, what if we look at the fact that maybe this serial killer, and this is what I'm going off, you look at the times that these people go missing, right? Like November, December, October. It's the fall, right? Fall or winter. One in May. Uh, on uh, Her body was found in May, but she went missing in October. And September, August would be the warmest so, but he was found with a self-inflicted uh, gunshot wound. So, supposed self-inflicted. Yeah, in his red truck. In his red truck, he, Jessica was nicknamed Red. Uh, right. but you know she wasn't even there. That's yeah. that's that jawbone that was found. And if it's a, I don't, I don't know if I. My thing is, if you take the 2019 and the 2021 out, what if they're hunting not for trophies? Like, what we think a normal serial killer would, but what if they're hunting for food? Do you think five people is enough to eat on for that long? I I mean, I know people can live, what, off of one deer for a couple months. So, mm. all right, I'm challenging your your serial killer theory with another alien one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Roswell mm-hmm. incident, you know the the crash, and we know people did some shady stuff. Like they, we captured this alien, we stole their technology. I don't think anyone disputes that. Right. That's how we wound up with iPhones. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So that was in 1947. Mm-hmm. Now, is, is could there be a connection with the years? So there was this crash here. A couple people had already went missing there. The, the aliens are like, man, they're discovering our portal. We can't let people keep coming here. What if the alien that crashed in Roswell was on his way to the Bennington Triangle? 
to stop people from going into the portal. He he was coming to close it. It could be. Could be. Yeah, because the first person, first known person, what nineteen forty five? The crash was in forty seven. So yeah, and so it went on, and then now there's still weird occurrences, or maybe they sent someone else after. Uh, the crash in Roswell. Maybe they sent another guy to close the portal, and they didn't get here till 1950. So maybe, maybe it was close. I don't know. Just the the years seem funny. Yeah, it's it's a weird coincidence that it's the same era, you know, same time. What if it was? Maybe he was backup. Could have been backup. No, they tried. No. They tried to shut it down. Like, oh no, our Bigfoot's getting out of hand. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's eating people. <laughs> There's a lot of could bees. Right. But that's what this is all about. Right. Uh, I mean, we're just throwing out theories. You know. Again, yeah. disclaimer, we are not scientists. <laughs> I'm a scientist. I don't know what you're talking about. My board's already up. I got pins in it <laughs> and string tied around them. You just can't see it. I got I got my thumbtacks right here. I'm going to get started. <laughs> here, you, you hear them? You hear me shaking them? I got them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Damn noise-canceling microphone. <laughs> I shook them. <laughs> Just know that they're real. <laughs> they sound made up, Shane. They sound made up. <laughs> Promise I have thumbtacks. You guys believe all this other stuff we're talking about. No, Bo, Shane has thumbtacks. No, that involves having money, Shane, and none of us have money. Okay? <laughs> I mean, tax are pretty expensive. I get it. <laughs> this has been a pretty interesting little topic. All right. I think it's going to like tie in very well with like the Skinwalker Ranch. Because like I said, everything you described in the beginning, exactly what is described in the Skinwalker Ranch. Even even man-eating rocks? Well, not the man-eating rocks, but... <laughs> he's a liar. <laughs> there is talk of like um, interdimensional beings and stuff like that. And so, no. you know. So there's, there's that. And then different monsters. Or, I say monsters, but cryptids um we'll go with the quote-unquote pseudoscience term uh and aliens to ghosts to just crazy stuff like pretty much everything you said for the bennington triangle skinwalker ranch so i wonder Uh if somehow those two places are linked i'll have to bust out the map start making connections oh there we go get the red string Uh guys (laughs) In the grand scheme of things, man, the United States is nothing compared to the universe, so... Nah. <laughs> Obviously, Bigfoot can be everywhere at one time. That's because there's numerous. There's not just oh, one. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, I find it very interesting. I, I didn't... Until you said something, I, I don't think I even really heard of the Bennington Triangle, honestly. Yeah, neither. Right. It just interested me because it, I mean, it checked all the boxes. It's like ghosts, check. Curse, check. Aliens, check. Cryptids, check. <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? <laughs> right. Like, it's crazy. You know, and it, it's funny that it's called like the triangle because there's so many different types of triangles. You know, you got like the Bermuda Triangle and the Alaska Triangle. I think there's one in Siberia. I have to look it up, but I'm not sure if Skinwalker Ranch is in a triangle or not. But it's just, it's crazy how things just happen in a triangle, isn't it? Um, well, on Josh's uh, light refraction theory, you know, that's always represented by a triangle or a, a pyramid, right? Yeah. So 
Oh, and there we go. We just explained the pyramids in Egypt too. You know, <laughs> something's going on there. <laughs> something is going on there. <laughs> too good of an astronomical, sir. Astro- astrological spot for it uh, not be something. No, for sure. And then how stupid people were. I'm sorry, this is way off topic, but I was just ranting about it the other day. Like, what gives us the right to take bodies out of these things and put them in museums? And like back in the day, people would eat mummies. Like they would eat them. And oh, wow. like, why? Why? And th- this, I'm not talking like 1910. I'm talking like people in the 40s would eat mummified flesh and for some reason i'm like what what gives us the right what gives these people the right like we just angered something tell me in a thousand years people are just going to be digging up our people out of coffins and be like "Hmm, good snack i mean that's just weird (laughs) if i'm not mistaken i think there's some indigenous tribes that kind of eat something like that like they would burn bodies and then take the ashes and make like teas and stuff with it. Well, hey, that's fine, but you're not busting into a giant pyramid with booby traps to take out a dead person and eat them. Like that should tell you, like there, you shouldn't be coming in here. <laughs> hey, have you ever heard of aged steak? You know, when you take steak, you do some type of salt aging or stuff, and you let it sit for like thirty days until it just becomes well aged, nice and tender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thirty five hundred years is a little excessive. <laughs> unrefrigerated look it seals in those flavors man look long pig tastes good aged, i kind of okay i kind of feel like tommy's defending cannibals a lot through this like <laughs> were you a little weird no were I'm, you the guy out in the 50s are you some immortal that was eating people 50 years ago and look when you we just when called you, you out for, on it? you know a couple thousand years you kind of lose you know a little bit of your mind so it was a weird time. He's that guy that's in all the pictures wearing the like out of place clothes <laughs> from the like 30s and 40s pictures. He's wearing clothes from like 2019. That would mean I'm a time traveler, wouldn't it? Could be. Yeah, immortal time. No, no offense, Tommy. I don't think Tommy could figure out time travel. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Just because I didn't finish high school. That pretty much means I couldn't figure out time travel, honestly, because I'm not that smart. I can barely put my own shoes on. You could get bit by a vampire, though, and be wandering around immortal. That that That's okay. I, I, that checks out. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but just know, I don't sparkle in the daylight, because vampires don't sparkle. Yes, they do. Oh, we're going we're gonna to have a whole discussion on sparkly vampires now. <laughs> No, I'm just tune in next week. <laughs> Are you Team Edward or Team uh, the other guy, I... Jacob? Ah, I remembered it. <laughs> nice. Uh, neither. This guy even kind of looks like Tommy. What guy? Hold on, you wait a minute. I'm fixed to put it in Discord. Y'all kept saying like people look like me, and I don't know what y'all are talking about. Oh, we got a picture of the dude in the park, that statue. That looked exactly like you. Look, again, yeah, I showed that to my wife, and she said it does not. Yeah, your wife doesn't count. Of course she's going to agree with you. Yeah, Tommy, my husband, you don't look like this old Civil War general. Yeah, this is definitely Tommy. That is that is not me. <laughs> that is not me. <laughs> I feel like you have that same pair of like D-bag sunglasses. <laughs> you, he you does. Got, you have those. <laughs> I do not have those sunglasses that got broke. I mean, that's not me. Okay. 
<laughs> that is the same jacket you wear. I mean, everything. That, that is that's, not that's me. That is not me. Mm. How is that? Mm. We're figuring right. this out, Shane. We we knew we, we knew it. Right. So everybody, look at look at the Facebook or Instagram. We're gonna put these pictures up for everybody to judge <laughs> themselves if Tommy is the Civil War general and this guy in this crowd. <laughs> and we're gonna put it to a vote, Tommy, and we'll, we'll settle this once and for all. And your wife can't vote. <laughs> She's not allowed. Can I vote? <laughs> it's not me. You better put those sunglasses on and send us. <laughs> I told you they broke. I mean, I don't have those. Okay, I don't have them. I don't even know what they are. Why do they look like goggles? All right. Well, let's ring it back in. I think we we've, we've covered it. So uh, let's let's just talk through our our summary. So Joshua. What do you think in conclusion? I always sound like such a non-believer in all this when I talk about it, but it's, I, I really believe it's going to be um, either sound resonance, you know, different frequencies changing to make people crazy or the, uh, the light refraction, you know, being able to step into that parallel universe. Hey, that, that doesn't sound like non-believer to me. I mean, believing that you have that refraction to step to another dimension. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you're looking at it more on a scientific level instead of just on this happened and that's it, you know, so. Yeah. What about you, Tommy? Well, for one, I'm not a time traveler or immortal. Um, Liar. <laughs> two, I feel like there's a connection between the missing 401 and the Skinwalker Ranch. I can't put my finger on it, but I think it has something to do with, like, aliens. And not mermaid aliens this time, but eventually it will be mermaid aliens. But shocker, I'm just, <laughs> I, I it could be aliens like opening the uh, interdimensional portals, or you know, dropping off random creatures just to see how we would react. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like it. I think I'm landing in the same place. A little bit of both of you. I think there's definitely aliens involved. I definitely think I, I love the light refraction as an explanation on how you can get to another universe, another plane or dimension, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, also really, really digging the, um, the, the Sasquatches, these Bigfoots or Bennington monster, whatever they are coming with the aliens, either as test subject or hunters or whatever they are, that they're actually connected to the aliens. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you with you guys i think we're all at least partially on the same page yeah yeah i i think with with this one though there's just so much going on with it right so <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of hard yeah. to narrow it down to just one thing but i think that that's what gave us the opportunity to co connect it all i've i've never thought of sasquatch being connected to to aliens at all i haven't either and now it's like oh shit maybe well you know like i said i heard the theory a few times about Sasquatch being connected to aliens because they'd see lights and then, you know, in the same area you'd see a Sasquatch. Or, you know, well, of course you've, you've heard it. You've been around for hundreds of years. Uh, right. Just a couple thousand. I mean, I have exactly. not been around that long. Anyway. All right. <laughs> I'm going to mail you some garlic. <laughs> I eat garlic all the time. What does that tell you? Oh, uh, sure you do. I, sure I, you do. I do. I eat fresh garlic, okay? I don't do the whole... Sound just like a human. 
<laughs> Do you keep barbecue sauce on your bookshelves? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who keeps barbecue sauce on their books? I guess you didn't see that picture of Mark Zuckerberg where he had barbecue sauce on the bookshelves mm-hmm. behind him. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is something humans would have. <laughs> oh, man. I died when I saw that. <laughs> man, me too. I'm like, no way. This is something humans would have on their shelves, right? <laughs> he just needs, look. He's 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 giving it away that he's an alien, or at least a lizard man <laughs> in a in a human suit. You know, just blink, man, just blink. At least he has good good taste in barbecue sauce. It's not you know garbage. It's not the best, but sweet baby Ray's is good. Ah, I I want to be honest. I don't like sweet baby Ray's. I I don't. It's okay. Yeah, it's not the best, but I mean it's it's better than you know the stuff in the packages at McDonald's or something. I mean, oh my god. anyways all right we can't we can't talk shit about mcdonald's and and mark zuckerberg in the same episode like they're they're gonna come get us yeah right well for real need our tinfoil hats (laughs) get their oh that's why mike that's why uh, mcdonald's has their queuing ovens 1900 cook watts that man was so mad that i didn't have anything in that microwave and he's like it has 1900 cook watts (laughs) I'm not trying to cook myself, psycho. Uh, <laughs> They're queuing ovens. They're ovens, Josh. They're ovens. They don't microwave. Watch out. You're going to be the next McRib. I think we just yeah, explained right. McRibs, too. That would explain it. It's human. That's why it only comes out around once a year. You know? <laughs> yeah, they got to have time to build it up. Well, well, all right, everybody. These are just our thoughts. Thank you for joining us tonight, and we hope to see you again soon. Bye-bye. Later.